0: Hey, podcast listeners, this is a um, special episode. Um, I did a fairly long interview with a man named Matt, and um, he has been going through custody battles, through court cases, through divorce with his narcissist who he met overseas. Um, It's a pretty intertwined story, um, and it's extremely interesting and extremely heartbreaking. Um, but I wanted to, um, release this. There are a couple parts that seem a little choppy. Um, as we were recording, um, he did speak the names of his children, um, and his ex-narcissist. So I did kind of chop and edit that a little bit. Um, so if you hear any, um, Parts to where it just kind of cuts out. That's that's probably why. Um, but. Um, you will definitely get the idea. Then you can piece it together. Um, but to, to protect. Um, himself and his children. Uh, specifically. Um, I did want to edit that part out. For him. Um, but I hope everyone takes a listen. I hope. Um, if you're going through a situation like this, this can be useful information, um, something to kind of uh, keep in your back pocket. If you are about to go through a court battle, um, a lot of things surround court battles, especially if you're dealing with someone who has neglected or abused your children. Um, there's a lot of good information in here for you. Um so I will go ahead and get to the interview. Um, thanks. Um, yeah, so I am going to have a chat. I've been emailing back and forth with a guy who um, is going through. Are you going through or you're done? You're, 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 you're still kind of going through it, but the, the divorce is done, right?
1: Yeah, the divorce was finalized in March of 2020. So it's been a well little over a year since it was finalized.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to, um, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not a professional about any of, <laughs> any of this stuff. So it's just, I just kind of want to open up a dialogue, get your story. Um, if you have any advice for people that are going through similar things, um, you know, uh, that's, that's pretty much the, the premise here is just kind of unity and, and, and people that are going through similar things to try to come up with the best tactics, the best ideas to, you know, what's worked for you. Um, what did you try that didn't work for you, or, or whatever, whatever you want to talk about, or if you just want to start from the beginning and ramble? I mean, I'm just going to kind of open up the floor I mean, to you. I, I
1: can. I mean, I can give you the short, sort of short version. Um, let's see. I worked in China for seven years. Oh wow! And while I was in China working, I met my now ex-husband, who is Chinese. Okay. And we got engaged. And we got married actually in Vancouver, Canada. Okay. While living in China. And huh. then he immigrated to the United States okay. with me in 2015. Um he basically used me to get immigration. Um is basically what happened. Yeah. And he we had um twin boys through surrogacy one who happens to be biologically from him and one who happens to be biologically from me. And it looks like his lies pretty much put him in a position with his rose-colored glasses he didn't ever see happening. Right. So things when did you, fell
0: when did you, apart
1: when the kids were born.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to ask when you started to see the red flags or when you started to kind of piece the puzzle together of you know everything that was happening (laughs) there's
1: red flags from early on where there were a couple of crazy lies that just didn't make any logical sense on why he would be lying about it one was i had a computer drive and i had lived in china for four years when i met him right so i knew enough chinese to do what I needed to do it wasn't like I was relying on him to do things like this right and he was like I'll get your drive fixed I said okay Mm. and it was like months later and I'm like if your guy doesn't have time to do it I'm just gonna let's go get it right and I'll take it to the place I've always gone and it turned out he had never taken it in and it's just so weird I mean now it makes sense but at the time it was like why didn't you just say you didn't take it to him? You know what right. I mean? Like, right? What was the big deal? What's the point? Like I never understood. Yeah, right. And I look back on that and I go, that is probably a huge red flag in hindsight. And then when we were the 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 big red flags were once we started the process to have the kids. So there's a there's a point in his parents are very wealthy um throw that out there right away okay um his parents were sending us money or him money i don't know what's true in it all anymore <laughs> but we had substantial money and he wanted to do surrogacy i would have adopted culturally that doesn't go over in china okay which is why you have many foreign adoptions mm plus having a male when you're the only child is the only way to continue the family name and he is an only child from that policy right and so we fought and i mean in a bad way you know just good conflict for four nights whether to go through with surrogacy yeah because i make a good salary but there was no way i was going to make enough money supporting a couple kids correct he didn't work yeah, <laughs> he didn't, you know, of
0: course it didn't work,
1: yeah. <laughs> right, right, of course it didn't work, right. <laughs> and so we, 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 we we'd agree to start the process in six months, and this is in March of 2016. So we'd been in the States about a year, almost a year at this point. I'd been working for about six months, same company I work for now. And we start the process in August of 2016. We sign the contracts through an agency. Um, in September, we give our samples and we find out, again, I all I wanted was a healthy child. We found out early on that the percentage chance of having one with one transfer was about
2: 69 to 70%.
1: Okay. If you transfer two embryos, there's a 96% chance of one and a 70% chance of two. So it became quite obvious that that was the way to go. Plus the cost to do that if you have to was very little compared to the overall cost. Okay. And so that just seemed like, okay. Then we went to give samples. And when the samples were ready, um, we found out Christmas Eve of 2016 that we had a boy and a girl each that were viable. My ex, he only (laughs) wanted boys. I I didn't care. Boys, girls, doesn't matter. Combination, doesn't matter to me. He only wanted boys. We we, we each had a boy embryo. Mm. The only way to guarantee a boy was to transfer each boy embryo. Right. What I don't know in this timeline is my ex had already started the affair with the guy he's still with. Mm. He'd already started the now? affair. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Before we ever started the process for surrogacy. So he had planned to end the marriage. Clearly. Right. So back then, but I didn't know that. So we we get matched with a with a couple in March of 2017 from sacramento california um the transfer is in july of 2017 it goes well her ph levels were off the charts there was pretty much we figured there were twins right went down for the ultrasound at six weeks found out we were having twins we were crying holding hands he was having an affair
0: (laughs) And he's probably texting this,
1: right? <laughs> Just he'd been having an affair at this point for over a year. Wow, no so, clue. No clue. So the pregnancy goes pretty much okay for the most part. Um, in March of so, as we started getting into 2017, we traveled a lot. Um, we traveled a lot in Asia. So one of the things we had in common, we both love to travel. Right. And so we traveled all over China and Southeast Asia when, when, when we were together. My ex really wanted to see as much of North America as he could be before the boys were gone, born, which there's some logic to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's new to the country. We're not gonna do as much for quite a while with twins. Yeah, And when we do, it's gonna be different. So when I say a lot, it, it was, I mean, insane. Um, we were, we went to, we spent a week, um, driving through Canada to Buffalo, um, starting in, um, Quebec. We flew to Quebec and drove all the way down. Okay. Um, we went to Alaska twice. We went to Hawaii. We went to, um, the, uh, Banff up in the Canadian Rockies, <laughs> drove back through Glacier Park. We went to Southern California. I mean, we were all over the place.
0: I mean, how was that? And, was that was that were there flags during that time? Was there control happening and you so know. there
1: was a couple red flags during that that became evident as we got later into the year? So we moved into where I live now, the the boys only home from birth, um, in January of um 2017. In our first place that we had was never together ever in the year and a half we were there it was never together yeah i was working and so i was like we have to get this place together we're bringing newborns home right so it never would happen even if i was home on a weekend and i wanted to do something there was something he wanted to do that we had to go do
2: yeah
1: and it was always another promise you know, I'll do it next week. I'll do it while you're working this week. Mm -hmm. Right. And that went on throughout all of 2017 to the point I wanted to cancel the trips we had in December. Right. Because I was like, we have to get the nursery together. His parents were coming for the Chinese new year, which was in February that year, early February. And the boys we're going to be 36 weeks is when they were born was March 13th. So anytime from February on the boys, we could have to rush to California. Yeah. And so you, you can't wait till they leave. No. to Put the nursery together. And I had real serious concerns at that point. And I had actually started talking to friends about it because I was like, I don't get it. Like, you know, you can't bring kids home, you know your babies home, and have nothing put together because I mean he
0: just I mean essentially you're not going to have time with changing. Children weren't changing him. He wanted to keep doing whatever he was doing and keep living the same lifestyle, right? Completely, like almost like disregarding the fact that there's like life he's going to have to be caretaking for at that point, um, right? You know, right?
1: And he wanted to be the stay at home dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, and he had yet- He had never been around um, newborns I had. Hmm. So I had an understanding, not a complete understanding, because I hadn't been around twin newborns. But just one isn't right. (laughs) And so we got in, in some pretty serious fights. And then his parents came in early February. And he had the idea that he would meet them in California And then I would go down to Sacramento and we would um, introduce his parents to our surrogate. It was awkward, to say the least. Yeah. I later found out that although he claimed he told them everything, he had not. He sprung it on them. About the kids? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. He basically was like, she's delivering our children. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, right. So the next week. When and then we probably was like, what's to, the big deal? I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. It was here. a nightmare. His parents were very angry. Mm-hmm. Turns out they, they thought he was buying a house. He was not buying a house. Yeah. With the money they had. Made. So they were pretty angry when
0: it came out that. That money was used <laughs> towards. Stuff. Children. Yeah. Having children.
1: Right. And they were not as a gay couple which they were not happy about either and right. they knew me really well um i still think his mom knew for a long time i mean right. they knew me they took me to chinese new year trips in vietnam
0: but did quite. they know you was did they even know you as a couple at that point we shared a room
1: together on these
0: trips Him and it me. was never just an openly blatant we are a couple you know, he never. No, wrote
1: it was more. It was more like don't ask, don't tell. Okay. Like it was. I was the only. F- I was invited to Chinese New Year dinner with his grandparents, his cousins, his aunts, his uncles. Is the only only non-Chinese at the dinner, right? Well, I said to him, "Has your mom ever invited any of your friends to dinner?" He's like, "No." Hmm. And then they're taking me on trips. Um, Bali was another one and i'm hmm. like that's on sure my bucket list oh it's beautiful <laughs> oh, <laughs> one oh. of these days, one oh, of these days. Oh, it is, it is really worth it um so his, his parents leave um it's not good um i don't know at this point how much is his parents and how much is him trying to get out of the marriage to be honest looking back
2: yeah
1: um we leave from the airport, dropping them off at the airport. We leave and go to um, drive down to Sacramento, where we're there for 10 days before they induce, right at 36 weeks, the boys come out, um, pretty much healthy, five and six pounds. Um, we take them home over a three-day period after two days, driving in you know, like eight hours a day. Um, and everything falls apart like pretty quick um i go back i take the first month off work i go back to work a couple weeks after i go back to work um i text him on my way home from work and he texts me back i'm getting gas and i'm like you're getting gas you took the boys to get like, like, you took the yeah. six-week-old boys to get gas?
0: Right, yeah. I
1: get home, the boys are screaming in their bassinets.
0: Oh, so he didn't take them? He had left. Okay. Correct. Oh, boy. And that was that was a surprise to you? You didn't know that? I mean, there was nobody else there?
1: No, they were by themselves in their bassinets. And it took 20 minutes for me to get home. He didn't come home for another 20 minutes later. Gas stations across the street. It's like like.
2: There's a no thousand
1: way. feet from where I live.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no there's, way. Right.
1: Yeah, makes no sense. Right. Right. Um, soon after that, um, two weeks before this happened, I was looking for some information from the hospital for the boys. And our dining room table is just a disaster with tons of stuff all over it. You know, Mm we had been feeding them
0: every two and a half, three hours, and it took an hour and a half to feed both of them. I
2: don't yeah, that's all we were doing. I
0: can't imagine, (laughs) I can't imagine two at the same time. I mean, I don't yeah. Baby phase is no joke. People are like,
1: oh, it's so easy. No, it was it was a little tough. Um they did sleep through the night at about nine months old and never regret nine weeks old and they never regress so we're very lucky on that part. oh wow that's amazing. getting to the nine weeks was tough. and they were on the same schedule like we mm-hmm. kept them on the same schedule that was lucky um they were actually considering really easy babies if you're gonna have twins we were very fortunate right
0: but it's still the um, <laughs> it's still twins
1: <laughs> and so A couple weeks before this, this, this episode, um, I'm trying to find something on the table and I've got, um, on my lap and he comes at me, gets incredibly angry that I'm going through the dining room table and scares. Here we are two weeks later and I find them home by themselves at six weeks old. I didn't know that he was a narcissist. I didn't know he was a malignant narcissist. And I I wouldn't take no for an answer. I wouldn't accept his lies. It was like you weren't at the gas station. Where were you? Like, I don't care that we have six week old kids. I will divorce you. Yeah. And the, like two weeks ago you came at me. Now you left the kids alone. Like what is going on here? Like I get it's stressful, but also I had just gone back to work. Like this is not like you were home alone. Right. The other component that was going on was he was disappearing at this point for hours. I'm gonna go out to get a soda and we're talking hours. And divorcing him at that point had significant consequences to him because he hadn't received his green card okay so the rage he went into that night he threw me across the room
0: the night that you the I didn't night that call he the went police. to the gas station quote unquote yep okay yep
1: i called a domestic violence hotline they told me to call the police had I called the police, he would have been, the, the kids wouldn't have had him as a father. Right. It would have been over. Yeah. I knew that. I should have done that.
0: Right. It would have been way easier. You know? Yep. I mean, there's there's multiple I times didn't. that I would called the police on my ex. I mean... At one point, she threw the phone at my face, and and it cracked my my face right here on you know below my cheekbone. I still press on it today, and I still have nerve damage there. Um, wow. That was on Christmas Eve. Um, there was another time she got mad at me because I was sleeping on the couch upstairs. Long story short, um, I mean, there's I think I think I talked about it, but you know, split my lip, and you know, police got right. called on that one. It, she threw a phone again. She's hit me twice with a phone, and it went through my upper lip. All the way through, I could see my tooth through my my upper lip right here. You know, if I lift up my mustache, there's a big scar there. So, so what did the police do? um For me, you know, it was it was. Do you want to press charges? You know, are you right. sure? And then you don't want to do that. Some other of your children. And then it's like, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to do that? You know, this right. is a big deal. And 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 part of it makes me think they just don't want to do the paperwork. You know.
1: <laughs> I, I think there is with him and i the courts are a little different because it's 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 two guys and i'm right. not sure what to do
2: yeah
0: you had clear injury it's clear who did it didn't matter you know i mean it it, it, it the the one i mean she called when she hit me on the phone you know with the phone over here she called on that one and um you know said that i was abusing her and that she had you know she had bruises on her but there was literally nothing on her uh-huh. and then they were ready to take me away and then they saw that my face oh was my swollen God. and and you know i was trying to tell them what happened and then you know they saw my face swollen and they kind of looked and they were like what happened here and i was like she hit me with the phone like you know and they could see my right eye right, right right you know, starting to get puffy. I'm pretty sure there was a facial fracture there. I never went to the hospital for it. I don't think there's much they could do for a little, you know, skull fracture there. Anyway, but um, I mean, it hurt for months, months, months. My my two front teeth, I can't like the front of them. I I have no, you know, it's still nerve damage on the front of my teeth. The back I can feel, but um, wow. yeah. And, and what ended up happening is, well, do you have somewhere to go? Do you want to press charges? No okay, well, do you, do you have somewhere to go? And that was pretty much the end of it. I didn't, I didn't pursue it and I should have and I should have and I should have and I should have, you know. Right.
1: I think back to that night, what I did do was I texted his good friend from middle school who lives in Vancouver, Washington, Vancouver, Canada, I mean, a couple, yeah. two and a half hours from here. I texted her and I was like, please talk to him. I don't know what's going on. If I call the police, he'll be forced out of this country.
0: Yeah. Please talk to him. So during this time also, you know, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've kind of looked over a lot of the research on narcissism and everything else. And, um, you know, were there other boxes of it that were being checked like, uh, isolation, um, you know, um, So isolation, um, triangulation so
1: i i lived in portland oregon before i went to china right i i graduated from portland state university with uh, an mba and the easiest place for me to get a job when we came back was portland oregon Hmm. because i lived there for seven years and i had tons of networking and contacts right right we ended up in the seattle area because my ex claimed he wanted to get his master's at uw Mm -hmm. he never applied My friends believe, one of which is a a social worker, um, that he did that to isolate me.
0: To keep you away from the support system. The people that you. Right. Right. I mean, did he speak negatively of of your friends and family during this time? Like, even if he he spoke
1: negatively of my sister and my cousin. My sister, my older sister lives in New Jersey. And part of it I thought was cultural at the time. Now I realize it wasn't. Yeah, he was like, why isn't your sister here? And I'm like, because she lives in New Jersey and she has three kids of her own. Like, America, we don't expect people to travel cross country for birth.
2: (laughs) We just don't. No, it's not gonna happen. She
1: lives in New Jersey. You've been to her house. You know where she lives. And my cousin at the time lived on Bainbridge Island. She was a teacher in Bainbridge High School and she's very busy. And she got sick right before they were born and she did want to come and help. But she got sick. Right. And he was just so upset about it. And I was like, I'm not working. It's fine.
0: Like I'm here. Like, yeah. What what, what do you how think is help? gonna
1: happen if she's here?
0: Yeah. How much help do we need? Right. There's two of us right. in your right. mind. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And so there was that.
1: Um the rage. So these these two events happened back to back and he was disappearing all the time and i'm not the type of person who um plays games and i'm very direct and he knows that
2: right
1: and so he kept disappearing it ended up being that i had 13 sets of text messages like where are you you've been gone for three hours to get a soda yeah, Like there's 13 times it was documented in text messages because that was in the divorce. And it happened more often than that because there's many times where I didn't,
0: I just, just didn't even, like, I just don't care. Because you kind of right. give up after a certain period. Right. It's just kind of like whatever. Right. And, and that's what they do. They just kind of, they keep doing it until you kind of just get beaten down to where it's like, right. you pick your battles. Is, is it even worth it anymore? You know? Right. And...
1: I send him a message by, I think it's in June. So the boys were about three months old. And it says something to the effect of, I'm never going to ask you again where you are. You'll just get the divorce filing. Mm. He stopped disappearing. For a like, while? or because, Well, again, his, his immigration would have been gone. And right. I'm never really thinking of this. I'm really not I'm just thinking in terms of the boys like this is not something we can have And right. then his mom comes and we also were on Seattle news at one point um I happened to have become friends with one of the anchors she's not there anymore and she had us on her show oh that's really cool right around college day during this yeah so he loved that
0: of course of course <laughs> yeah he was probably right. that up <laughs> right to be the center of the attention yeah
1: right so we're we're we're, we're on we're we're we we're on the news for um father's day in 2018 then his mom comes and she's ignoring biologically for me and i'm like this can't be happening like who could do that like and he looks like me. There's there's no, and the other one looks like him. There's no question that they're not identical. There's no question where each came from. Yeah. And I say something to him, and I go, your mom is ignoring. You. And he goes, Oh no, she thinks they're both from me. I go, there is no way on earth anyone thinks this from you with his blonde curly hair. <laughs> yeah (laughs) which is now brown but it was like there's no way and then my sister came to visit and his mom um so then she takes my other my other son out of my sister's arms out of my arms yeah and i'm like i'm not imagining this And I take him aside and I say, she's going to have to go. Like, she will cause psychological damage to the kids. Mm. This is not a joke. Yeah. She makes up excuses to feed, causes him to throw up because she's feeding him so much to make excuses. He gets taken to the emergency room. Taken to the emergency room. My ex tells me that she's going to leave. She never leaves everything's falling apart everything and i'm just like you have to make a choice your kids or your mom i'm like i've gotten along with your mom fine
2: yeah
1: for you know the past you know three four years but she can't do this and you have to talk to her. well that didn't work
2: yeah
1: (laughs) i threatened to call the police on her she eventually changed her behavior um and, and she was here another couple months. She leaves in September of 2018. He is really weird. And then as we get to Halloween, um, he wants to get passports for the kids, but we don't have plans to go anywhere. Yeah, Like Vancouver, Canada might be the only thing and we don't have plans. And I said, On a Wednesday, I said, well, next Tuesday, I'll work from home. We can go to the local post office at three. I'll sign out. Be fine. He goes, I want to go Thursday, which is, you know, four days earlier the next day. And I go, I can't. I'm in meetings all day. He shows up at my office with the boys. We're getting the passports. I'm like, I have a meeting in 10 minutes. It doesn't work like that. What, What is going on with you? Yeah. Why is Tuesday not okay? Right. So we get home that night and I tell him straight out, I'm not, we're not going to sleep. You're going to tell me what's going on. Because what you did today makes no sense at all. We didn't have plans. What did five more days matter to get the passport? Yeah. We don't have tickets to go anywhere. And he tells me he's been having an affair. At first, it took me all weekend to find out at that point it had been going on for two and a half years. Wow.
0: That's crazy that he would even admit to it. He did. Um, two weeks later, his green card came. My
1: guess is he'd been notified.
0: Oh, so he was waiting for his green card. Correct. You know, and, knew, and he knew that it was on its way or he'd already received it. Yes. He knew it was on its way. And then he
1: was good. Then he could do whatever. Right. So for the next six weeks, I try to put everything back together still because I think that's the best thing for for the boys. Right. And I do talk to a lawyer because he's just nasty to me. Like really nasty, increasingly so. And I don't understand why. Like, do you want to put the marriage back together? So I talked to an attorney and, he, and I give him all the evidence I have of him texting with me with the boys alone and the stuff disappearing and his mom in the emergency room. And my lawyer's like, you really have evidence like this? I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, oh yeah, we, we, you should divorce him. And I still don't. And just after Christmas, um, I come home and everything's clean, which is so not what I ever find. I usually do it. And right. I'm like, who cleaned up today? He goes, I did. I go, you did? I go, you've never done that. And he goes, well, I, I want, you know, you, you've been working really hard. So is you know, he,
0: what is he doing at this point? Is he trying to get back with you? Is he trying to... I, I don't know.
1: I think he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Because he, he really, I think he's afraid of the divorce and he knows me. Right. And so I think that he's trying to have both worlds. Right. Is what I think he's trying to do. And so I look in the sink and there's a, a coffee cup and he doesn't drink coffee. And I go again, who was here today? You don't drink coffee. I did. I go, you don't. You've and the whole time I've known you, you've never drank in coffee.
0: Never admitted to you? it.
1: Never admitted to it. I started contacting this this girl I knew who it what I thought had watched the boys once in a while if like he had a dentist appointment or something. Right. I go, Hey, were you at my home like um since Christmas? Oh no, my mom was there today. Like, who's your mom? Like <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah. Like, like you could you have your mom contact me i discovered that he had been hiring people for months
0: to, to my knowledge so that he, he could, could go do plans. whatever correct and i was up every morning getting everything ready to make his life money life. was this on was this on your money or was he borrowing money from people because he wasn't he was, working
1: he got cash from his mom that he didn't tell me about gotcha he came to visit because he wasn't taking the money out of our accounts. So right. Know. Yeah. Right. So I file the next, I tell my, I call my lawyer and I'm like, that's it. I'm done. There, there's no way around it. Yeah. And I file and I file and he gets incredibly nasty from the beginning. It doesn't go well. He has supervised visits in the beginning. Um, I thought he would settle. My lawyer thought he would settle. Because we had so much evidence. Um, It got worse. Um, CPS got involved. Um, There was an incident um, where um, the caregiver called me and said that I had um, not paid attention to him and then was shaking him when he was crying. Oh, Jesus. So CPS got involved. He was quiet for the next five days. He didn't, he was just catatonic like for five days. Right. Um, it was unfounded because they couldn't prove anything happened. Um, then um, we, he, he, he got a GAL appointed, a guardian ad litem, um, to try to clear his name.
0: We did have a little bit of a breakup in our connection at this point. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and break for our ad time, and then we'll get right back to the rest of the episode. Thank you guys.
1: So he um, gets a a GAL appointed, um, wants a specific one that's really expensive, who's who's a family law attorney, and I, not understanding yet what I'm dealing with, but knowing that there's something wrong yeah. from a mental side, suggest a mental health side of a G, version of a GAL because you can have the either mental health or attorney, basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, He fake serves me with contempt of court for not picking his. He has his boyfriend deliver it. It was never signed by a judge did you know his boyfriend um i had met him just
0: before that at a hearing a different hearing so he was tra- okay so i didn't know if he was trying to pose as someone that was serving you papers no he wasn't he just okay. knocked on my door and i go what's up and he's like and he gives me
1: the the pile of papers it was never signed by a judge um i couldn't afford an attorney at this point so I was doing everything on my own. Yeah. And I figured out real quick that he didn't have it signed. And so there was no thing. In the end, we end up picking her because he won't deal with anyone else. Um, it, it turns out to be a huge mistake on his part. Um, she was very good. Um, her report definitely says in as much as basically paraphrasing slightly I don't know if I take the rationalization of his behavior he says it was the stress of the divorce but raising twins co-parenting um, that doesn't seem to be without stress I hope he learns from this or something like that um, okay he doesn't clear his name which was his intent it does not um it also he had a conspiracy theory that i um had conspired with our child care providers to to in a revenge scenario with him that also was not
0: believed in the gal report because he's throwing these things out there with with no proof right Right.
1: (laughs) right Right. Right. And at this point I'm making the error that I'm defending myself all the time. Yeah. I don't quite realize it yet. And it, it, it frustrates our GAL to no end because it's just the emails never end and some serious issues start happening. Um, the boys are behind in development, um, at their 15 month checkup. The pediatrician says, if things don't change quickly in the next month, um, you need to get them into therapy. And he has them six days a week because he told a judge that he needed Saturday because he was going to get a job that he never got
0: and said it was unfair
1: that I had them the whole weekend. He never got the job.
0: Right. I'm assuming this came up and and, then later on you because they would have to ask, right? They'd have to say, "What's the job? Where's the proof?" So, so what happens is they don't like changing
1: the, the the schedules back and forth with with young ones, and our kids are just over a year old at this point. So I never get the Saturday back until the after the trial, basically. Yeah. So the so I try to get them set up for therapy, and. He's blocking it. And in a court filing in late July that year, he actually wrote that I was trying to set the boys up. There's nothing wrong with him for, for a massive amount of unneeded therapy. The GAL forces the issue and they finally get evaluated. Um, he, one, the one who's biologically his at that point, is both behind in speech and physical therapy. He had started taking steps Memorial Day weekend, and we were now in August, and he wasn't doing anything but taking steps. It was like every Sunday, it was like starting over. Oh wow! With me, and so the other one didn't was still crawling. And and how old were they? at this Neither point? of them. They were a year and a, they were a year and a half old. Okay. And speech-wise, they, they, they said about dad, dad, and that was it, and a little bit of babbling. So they get evaluated, and they're both automatically qualify for the Washington State Developmentally Behind program for speech and physical therapy on a weekly basis. I don't get to go to the evaluation because he kept blocking it. And then there only was a time that he could make so he calls me of course. and sends me a message and says, we need to get the one who's biologically mine, um, tested for hearing in um, his eyesight um, to, to rule out um, possible autism. I said, okay, we get him tested. He does need glasses. He has a pretty severe stigmatism. His hearing is hundred percent fine. Doctor was like, there's n- nothing anyone says that he can't understand, nothing. His, his hearing is perfect.
2: Okay.
1: So I think we did what we were supposed to do to check for, for autism. Right. This is the end of August. In October, the physical therapist says to me, Have you considered the fact that one of his biological ears might be on the spectrum? And I said, No, but I don't really know anything about it. And she's like, I, I think you should get him um, tested for normal developmental issues. I'm like, okay, so I send him an email, and he's like, "I told you that months ago." I'm like, "What?" And I, 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 I don't understand. I'm like searching emails. I'm like, "In
0: where prove you it. wouldn't
1: pick up a phone? Like, like you if I didn't do anything about it, you wouldn't pick up a phone and say." hey, our son might be autistic. We need to get him checked out.
2: Yeah. I,
1: so we get him signed in. The GAL report comes out and gives me my Saturday back, um, puts a Wednesday night in the middle so that they don't go long without either. And basically writes in there that there's concerns about my ex, that she hopes he'll learn, but she recommends parental guidance classes. And she details her visits in the report and her visit with me is fine. Her visit with him, he doesn't know what to do. Like he doesn't pick up on their cues. He's not sure how to handle them. Why does he even want them at this point? He wanted, okay. So one thing I I might've forgotten to say is that the one that's biologically his? Um, at one point, before he was forced out by the court to leave my home, um, he angrily said to me, um, "You, you had to have your own." I said, "No." You, you, said you have to have what twins because my own child. Mm. I said, "No, I didn't care if they were both yours." Yeah, you wanted two. Bo- you wanted boys, right? that's why we have one of each
2: Mm -hmm.
1: otherwise if we had a boy and a girl they could have both been yours right and he says if only we had done the one and i said if only what and he goes there wouldn't be a custody battle and i said you might want to check what country you're in
2: right i
1: go in the united states we're both our fathers right it doesn't matter yeah it wouldn't change anything. Yeah. You actually have to treat your kids to have custody of them in this country. Yeah. And so there was that. Also, his first offer was to split the boys up completely. I have a tattoo on my arm of the boys. There's no way I would ever have considered that. Yeah. I love them with everything, and they love each other. They sleep together still. Which is very hard at their size. <laughs> the <laughs> fact that they, they make a point to curl up is amazing. <laughs> um, they have separate beds that are like five feet apart, and they crawl into. Oh. They always cross with them. It's so adorable. <laughs> so, um, so that was his first. So he, he's he got put into. He believed that. Things would be different if he had, had just the one. And then as we find out he might need more support,
0: he doesn't want anything to do with them. Your one, so your trial, mine. the one that the one that's biologically right. yours. Okay. Mine.
1: That might need some more support. He doesn't want anything to do with. Him. So we put him through neurodevelopmental testing that finishes just before the trial. So he doesn't accept the GAO report, he forces a trial. Um, the doctor rushes to get the report done so it could be presented at trial. Okay. <laughs> so he was, at the point he was, he was seen in February of um, 2020, a month before turning two, he had just started walking at Christmas taking steps. He was now taking about 10 to 15 steps. He had about six to 10 words. That was it. Okay. At this point, the other one was walking, was able to walk up and down the stairs and had about 30 words, was still behind, but not right. nearly as behind as, as the other one. So they rate him as severe on the autism spectrum. Hmm. At trial, um, it's four days long. I had lots of professionals because CPS got involved when he was blocking their therapy, also, and they suggested family resource services. Okay, which is like a like CPS light. We hope this will help you. Yeah. Um, the I didn't know this until I asked the question. I just asked at trial if anything unusual happened. I didn't actually know the answer. I was handling it myself yeah, and um, found out that they had um, created a red flag warning about him.
2: And who who did?
1: Because he believed the family resource services for CPS, the therapist, um, found that um, my ex believed that the kids didn't need help when they were crying. They weren't even two.
0: He just let them cry. I mean... Yeah. I mean, that coupled with the shaking, I mean, was that, was that something that was ever brought up in trial? Like it came out in trial. I asked the question, did you ever have
1: concerns about what you witnessed? And I asked the question because she'd asked me questions about what I do when they cry. And I always found that odd. Like, what do you mean? So that's right. what made me ask that question at trial. Turns out they had massive concerns, and she said, "The reason they sent the 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 warning to CPS was not because she witnessed that, but because when they witness it, they they give suggestions, and what you want to see is the behavior change, and that they learn." Right. The behavior didn't change. That's why it was concerning. And I said, did you yeah. have any concerns about me? Because she'd been to my home. She was like, no. And so I had all these professionals basically vouching for me. And, and he had one daycare provider that had been used by both of us as his witness. And his lawyer says, but but you think um, so-and-so um, love, loves the boys, don't you? Um, he loves the, the one from him. He does not love the other one. That's what he said that about was you? The, no, that was about my ex. They okay. only loved one child. Oh, okay. That's what his from, provider said? Yes, his witness said. Yeah, his, his witness.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> from his was lawyer, was Probably like,
1: uh... <laughs> right. He's, he is... Sarcastic to me, like, why do we, why are we missing two months of bank statements? Call my bank. Like, then that turns out he was hiding the ring he bought his new guy at Tiffany's. Mm. That's why he was holding them back. Um, he loses everything. He paid seventy thousand dollars for a lawyer. He lost everything. Yeah, that he asked for. Good. Um the gal recommendations are adopted there's warnings put in about continuing this behavior and the findings are brutal they're just brutal the the, the findings by the judge um, called him not credible called him hateful
2: yeah um
1: just are shreds um, right and so I think at this point, I, I kind of figured out a little bit about it at this point. I had started doing research and I was like, I think he's a narcissist. Yeah. Wow, he's sort of like Donald Trump. I never thought of this. Like, huh.
0: He was a supporter? So,
1: wait, actually, his, his, his boyfriend is.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, or, or you, you said I he's sort of part. you said he's sort of like like him. Yeah. Oh he was. Yeah. He was very much like him. Just arrogant, It was like pompous. uncanny.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Gaslighting all the time. Yeah. Gaslighting, right. and and gaslighting will get you. And rageful.
0: Yeah. And just and and, so and reciting the same things, even though you know it's not truth, but just continuously. Right pushing this certain agenda yes. and then it's just kind of like yes. you know like like for instance the fake news fake news fake news fake right. news fake news like collusion right eventually they're now everybody in right. the country is like well who can you trust anymore you can't trust anybody even right you, know, you hear that from both sides of it now towards like well you can't trust yes. the media it's like he created right. this chaos yes. and now everybody's yes. fucked <laughs> it's not it's so true
1: it was like watching it at the same time is sort of what got me realizing yeah and so it it settles and immediately problems start because the trial that just concluded he claimed he couldn't get a job because he doesn't speak english but it was sarcastic to me on the stand
0: yeah
1: yeah you can't be sarcastic if you don't understand the language
0: yeah 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 you, you have to have some kind of concept of how how English works you know to be sarcastic. be
1: sarcastic right right and so he all of a sudden claimed that he's going to get a job we're supposed to um have ABA set up for the one which is the the intervention therapy that's daily for for, for my one son on the autism spectrum possibly yeah And I'm like, I have a job. I I don't have the ability to do this. You're not working. You just said at trial that you're the stay-at-home dad. Right, yeah. And he's like, nope, you have to do it. And I'm like, I I don't have the ability. I have a job. Right. What are you talking about? Meanwhile, him and his lawyer are delaying the parent coordinator from getting started, who's been appointed by the court, again, the parent coordinator they wanted, who's a family law attorney, who it turned out had been a family law judge in our court, is probably the most famous parent coordinator in King County. They picked her, which becomes another big deal because they picked her. I picked a mental health professional, who's our current parent coordinator. So. they delay her because um, my ex says that she shouldn't be allowed to have decision-making ability. Mm. Um, It actually says in the order, she's supposed to have decision-making ability for conflicts. right? Right. So I end up going back to the judge. I don't know what to do. I notify the bailiff. They're like, please submit a brief. She threatens contempt on him. And in Washington state, if you're found contempt twice in three years, you can have your children taken from you. Yeah. It's very hard to find someone in contempt. Yeah. So she threatens contempt, he signs it. The parent, he lo- my son loses his ABA spot, the one because we can't get transportation figured out. The parent coordinator suggests doing in-home services because I work at home. Right. And I get one set up. I I, I get to set it up to do an evaluation and my ex is like, that's not your time. And I'm like, I'm not taking him out to the park. Right. <laughs> it's right. just where he's having his ABA. Yeah. What are you talking about? Plus, we had a provision that we were to change the schedule for therapy. I go that falls within that. This turns into a month of back and forth of him lying to the provider. The provider just, and the whole frustrated. time you're just
0: having to defend yourself and constantly just. Right. You know, it's like you're you're back it backpedaling. Right. Every, everything they're doing is just block this block 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 block. Like right. for what it drives you nuts. Even just listening to all this, In I'm this just kind of like oh my God. <laughs> and
1: the, the point of it is early intervention.
0: Like yeah. there's
1: a serious thing that you need to get him early intervention and you're delaying it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so um the provider wants to speak to her to sort of broker everything. Okay. But he's been lying, so he's against it. So as we get to the end of July, he says, oh, I have four other providers. And she goes, what are they? And he never says, and she asks him again, if this provider isn't okay, who are the other ones? I mean, she knows what she's doing. She's all yeah. doing,
0: Right. And you do it long enough. (laughs) He can't see everybody. She's
1: on to him. And the provider at the end of July says, because my ex says he's going to move, but won't tell anyone where. And being it's in home, they can't set it up if they don't know the address. Right. Because in mid July, he suddenly said, I can do it at home. And the parent coordinator said, but you work, Eight to five how does that work with your schedule he goes how dare you question my abilities and i'm like it was a fair question like
0: so arrogant
1: that's the whole reason it was going to be in my home right so eventually the provider says let's start in my home because we know his address and we can do it and when you give an address if it works, we can transfer it. And I agree. That seems like a good way to go. Yeah. He says, now I send it to the parent coordinator and she reads it and says immediately, please follow the provider's steps. This has to be done for your son. That's the decision. Yeah. He fires her. He says, I'm no longer working with you. You're fired. You believed his lies. You didn't believe him. I'm telling the truth.
0: I mean, from what I understand of, of of a lot of the the things that I've read about narcissism and splitting with the narcissist, like these are these are these are pretty common things, like firing people and right. you know, flipping the script and like constantly like yeah, it's just so much.
1: Right. So I end up having to take him to court. She gets reinstated because he didn't have the ability to fire her right she makes a decision for aba and for the boys to start preschool that goes with what i had suggested and says to me do you have any way of doing the um travel for all all of the aba needs for 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 your son and i said um i can ask it is a lot to ask to take two hours a day off every day yeah um You know, I have a very good relationship with my boss, but there are risks in asking that. Right. And she said, if you don't, he will never finish. He will never finish. So my boss agreed, which was very nice. Um, And then (laughs) my ex got angry and said that... um, He was gonna do it all. Why aren't they letting him? But we had emails where he said he couldn't do anything. I mean, it was crazy. So we started ABA in November. I've been doing all the transportation. We got that done. She resigned. She was like, I can't deal with him. She said, I'm resigning now so that you can have someone in place before the school district. In the state of Washington, when a kid turns three the early intervention on um, therapy that they were having for speech and physical therapy expires at the age mm. of three. You're supposed to be evaluated for the early intervention preschool okay. that the state offers. So at this point, I'm sorry, the, the biological son of my ex, by October, by spring of last year, he was caught up physically. By October, he went from, in a three-week period from speaking like three word sentences, can I have or I want to having a conversation. That's really good. It was amazing. And he got completely discharged from all therapy. Wow. The other one, um, by the time he was evaluated by Seattle Children's Hospital in May of last year, so almost a year ago, which was three months after the original diagnosis he was already went from six words to saying one and two word sentences and he was climbing all over the couch with me yeah and the doctor said i'm not 100 percent sure your son's autistic
2: mm.
1: he goes i go well then was there an error he goes no he was so far developmentally behind what else are they going to say yeah he goes ABA can't hurt your son. It will only help him get caught up. Right. He goes, he's either low on the spectrum, likely not
0: severe. Right. Or was just so far behind. Just just so neglected and didn't have. Right. Yeah. Right. And this
1: all coincided with me getting Saturdays back and having Friday to Monday.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure there was, I'm sure there was traumas involved with, with whatever was happening when you weren't around. Right yelling screaming right. shaking who, who knows yes. or forcing right. them to stay still like that could have been right. a thing you, you know right
1: right and so at this point as we get into october he's moving around fine his physical therapy is now monthly once a month instead of weekly right but the parent coordinator the first one says to me when she calls me tell me she's resigning she says, you need someone in place before you have to make a decision for the school district. I go, he's not going to do the school district. She goes, no, you need the parent coordinator in place. I said, okay. So we get her in place. Um, he tries to say he can't afford it. Um, it's not needed. I cause all the conflict. If I just agree with him, we don't need one.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, court doesn't care. Yeah. They appoint her. She's a mental health one. She's what? On the mental health side.
2: Mm.
1: On the mental health side, she's a licensed mental health therapist. Okay. Um, he causes problems with paying the retainer that drag on and drag on after, again, fighting over decision making for the first couple weeks to the point where I threatened him with contempt. And also he owes me several months of health bills at this point. And so I'm like, if you do not catch up on your bills and you do not keep obstructing the parent coordinator, I'm going to have to file contempt. I file contempt. Then the day before his filing, he finally pays her and signs her contract. He partially pays me the day before he files a brief. He never, he never sends his full financials. Starts the hearing saying that I'm the one in contempt, that I'm the one who hasn't paid him. There's no evidence of this. Right. Been there. The judge asks a bunch of questions. He has no answers.
2: Yeah.
1: And she finds him in contempt on three charges. It's a big deal. Yeah. And he argues with her. And she's like, I don't care. Why did you pay him partially? You clearly knew you owed the money. Right. Why didn't you just pay him the whole thing? Like she she was just not having it. So he got found in contempt. That was the end of January. Um, the one who's biological mind um, was doing was improving greatly in ABA his his tantrums were decreasing his communication was increasing and it, from Christmas to mid-January he did what what his other, what his brother did he went from
2: two and three
1: word sentences yeah to conversational yeah and I was like I've been around kids this doesn't happen like uh, I, I can't believe it's happened with both of you yeah
2: and yeah.
1: he gets discharged from speech therapy and this was in january this year correct so we're 11 months before he spoke six words right now he's caught up to a three-year-old
0: that's amazing
1: it really is (laughs) in in autistic kids don't usually do that
0: correct right right which which yeah it implies that there's clearly some foul play happening you know and like you said, if it's a, a, on a smaller scale, sure. But uh, yeah, you're right. U- autism doesn't work that way. I <laughs> mean, wow. oh. he,
1: he walks up and down the stairs on his own now and he jumps and climbs and does all of it. Yeah. So we get him evaluated for the school district and my ex doesn't, this is in January. We start in November and the evaluations are in January and February. And he doesn't ever say no through the entire process. And they are, like, so not sure. We have, like, his, in early March, we have his um, his evaluation meeting. And they're like, well, he doesn't qualify for speech services. And to be honest, without his diagnosis, I'm not sure he'd qualify. But he does have the diagnosis.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So he's now in the early intervention preschool for... Um, situational um basically transitions tantrums um he, he's getting better and better all the time yeah um that becomes a disaster that was that that started our latest chaos um he has aa he has am morning aba the preschool for the state had two options mornings near my ex or afternoons near me he has morning ABA. Seems like the only solution is right afternoons by me. Yeah, I talk to my boss. I go, I need to adjust my schedule if this would work slightly, because I'll bring him home and I'll, I can work while he's napping. But you know, I gotta take him around the corner for five minutes. Yeah, You're totally fine. You've been doing fine with with your schedule. I got no issues. He goes to the parent coordinator and says that um, I am trying to take away his ABA for the preschool. That's not the case. There was an hour of preschool with ABA. He causes um, an investigation demanding the parent coordinator do an investigation because he doesn't think the doctors would want this. And we had just had the follow-up with Seattle Children's And he knew that he had been evaluated, and he was like, That's the right thing to do. You know, if you don't get into that program, you should talk to me because um, there's some private things you should do if he's not in that program. Mm -hmm. There's no question. It was in his diagnosis with the other place to do that. His ABA therapist said, Do that. Right. None of the professionals said. So he caused this week long disaster caused problems with the school district all for the parent coordinator to go he's he's going to do it by Matt's home it's the only option and says to him I've never had a parent not want to do this never And the school district has such a good program if he couldn't do ABA that would actually be better for him
2: mm.
1: and he says to her who are you to, to to say that what kind of credentials do you have and she's like names the autistic boards she's been on right right meanwhile right after the contempt hearing the other one who is the biologic one of my ex shows up to preschool with an emerging black eye
0: they how have much time does how much time does he have with them at this point? point
1: three overnights that's it three
0: overnights correct the school asks what happened.
1: His response was that he found him that way. He must have injured him in his, himself in his sleep in his crib and didn't cry, so it's not really a big deal.
2: Huh.
1: No one believed him. Right. Parent coordinator said um, someone's got to take him to the hospital and run that by a doctor. So I'm like, I'm going to get him now. I'll take him to Seattle Children's. Um, little did I know at this point the school had already called CPS. I go through the child um, protective, whatever child abuse protocol at the hospital. My son was awesome. Seven hours. Um, there was no fracture. Ironically, to the discussion about your eye, to right. his, his bones. Yeah. Had they been, they would have taken the kids away from my ex. Because there was not, they could not. And so the doctor said to me, the good news is your son will recover fine. She goes, "Um, the story your husband gave is very concerning and that will be in the doctor's report because that is the number one red flag that something happened. Yeah. It is in the doctor's report, which he is freaked out about,
0: um, saying that I uh, paid the doctors to do that hmm um because that makes so much sense right because doctors need money that bad right and yes and i have so much power right yeah
1: um cps investigates before the investigation finishes and they are very concerned the investigator talks to me throughout she kind of prepares me for the fact that they can't prove it but they're very concerned. And before the investigation is done, we have the problem with the school district. And then my, my one son starts at the school district. He does really good. The first week of the school district preschool, he had his first five day streak of perfect ABA with no tantrums, no problems whatsoever. It never happened. then my ex who had not wanted to deal with him at all and picking him up yeah and caused lots of problems with my job that week that first week suddenly announced he was going to pick him up the school i begged him to let him come home on the bus and get him at my home at least for the day that he assumed he was taking the bus that he loves yeah yeah trucks and buses gotcha he loves the bus And when I left him, he thought he was taking the bus. This was all happening just before the close of school. He doesn't. Um, The next day at ABA was uh, my son's worst ABA session ever going back to November. They couldn't do anything. He cried the entire three hours. He wouldn't be held. He was very upset at a bus puzzle, which you can't make that up. Like And this was when? This was just, just recently. This was the last week of March. Second week, second to last week of March. Second to last week of March. And the whole week of ABA is really bad. He's never had a streak like this. So bad that his OT, his his occupational therapist, he sees once on Wednesday, um, tells me we should have him seen by a doctor because she's this is the opposite of the kid that she's been seeing. Yeah. He then picks them up at preschool on Wednesday without telling me when I normally have been for six months. I go to pick them up. They're not there. He's within his legal right. Because technically I don't get them all five, but I pick them up at four so I can get dinner done and all that. Right. He did it just to play games. Mm -hmm. I had his house to pick them up then which caused extra transitions for the kid who has problems with transitions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the parent coordinator tells him, you need to let Matt do what he's been doing. My ex says, nope, I'm within my legal right. I don't have to follow that. I let the preschool know that I'm supposed to pick them up Friday. I let the school district know. I send them what the parent coordinator said. He he freaks out and then the parent coordinator says, I can't actually force him in this. And I go, what are you talking about? I go, every day he, my, my son's having problems. I, I don't understand. And she says, I can't force him to change the time. Yeah. It, and so he goes to the preschool on Friday and there is a Chinese teacher. And on Wednesday, they witnessed my both sons being very upset and kicking and screaming. And they noticed changes in in, in my other one's behavior. So she took it upon herself to talk to my ex about it and said, why don't you just let, let your 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 ex pick them up like he normally does? That's better for, you know, extra transitions aren't good for toddlers, especially for the one, you know, yeah. why, why can't we just do the way it's been? He threatens her. He goes to the owner's office, threatens the business, the owner. She calls me hysterically on the phone.
0: What did he threaten her with?
1: Um, calling the a lot of it nonsensical, the police, I'll make sure your business goes out. Mm. I'll, it'll be my mission to, to kill your business. Yeah. She bans him. She's like, that's it. I had been in discussions with my original lawyer throughout this whole period, with, starting with my one son, CPS. And throughout, he said, there's not enough to go to a judge. And I'm, I, I trust him completely. He's a very right. ethical stand-up guy. And I'm sitting here going, seriously, yeah, I, email him, I email him and I go, now he's threatened the staff and the owner of the preschool and has um, been banned from the property. He replies in five minutes. Oh, you have enough now.
2: Good. Let's go. Yeah.
1: And that's where you're at so now. That's where we're at now. We're about to file. Um, we're going to ask for the original GAL to come back and oversee a psych evaluation. Yeah, and tell the court if her findings are the same or have changed. Um, he, meanwhile, filed contempt on me for keeping the kids home who were sick a day in October. Oh, I'm not.
0: you know because suddenly that's a big deal right (laughs) yeah it's 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 um it's something that is kind of expected you know you don't know how it's gonna show up but it's always expected that they're gonna pull some kind of rabbit out of a hat right even if even if it's a really sickly rabbit (laughs) right right right
1: (laughs) and also there was a tax problem and i had i had stopped communicating with them unless i absolutely had to good um i have great fear that he'll go into a rage with them mm-hmm. if he's with them right and i fear for my safety in general yeah. i've also had to get him taken away by the police twice from my home. good so, so... sorry yeah. go ahead no no so i stopped after the event at the preschool I really went into gray rock as best as I could. Good. I you have to, yeah. I I just I can't deal with him.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so, because he lies all the time and didn't and only filed thirty three dollars in interest income in twenty nineteen, I That's claimed crazy. he. I know. I claimed both boys <laughs> on my taxes he also had put in a contempt filing in January that his 2020 taxes were na <laughs> not applicable right so i wasn't going to ask him it was going to be a conflict and i was like i'm just going to claim him yeah a couple of days after i file he goes to file and gets an error he says did you claim both kids i go i did i followed according to your court filing he gets angry. He's like, well, you're gonna to have to amend it. I said, I'll look into how to do it. You're gonna to have to prove that you're paying your taxes. Prove right. you're paying your taxes. I'll amend it. Once it's on file, I'll give you the the tax form that exempts me from claiming them.
2: Yeah.
0: For
1: example. Parent coordinator's involved. She says, you know, if you force this to court, they're gonna want you to verify. So you might as well at least have me verify. It. He, he sends them to her. She tells me it's okay. I file the amended return on the 6th of April. I let him know immediately that it can take up to three weeks to show up on file. And as soon as it does, I will give you the tax form you need. He gives me an artificial deadline of, la- of Thursday the 8th. I said, I don't know that the IRS will work that fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything if your error is still the irs still thinks that i claimed them you can't do anything
2: right yeah
1: so on the 13th last week i check the website daily it was on file so i signed the form i send it to them. and i go here you go it's on file here's the signed form you can you can submit yours blah 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 the next day, I get served with contempt for, for refusing to give him the tax form in the thing in October. And it's like, I never refused to give it to you. So there's a problem there.
0: <laughs> it sounds like It sounds like it's just, you know, a lot of hurt ego and just like random nonsense, you know. Right. I mean, realistically, yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have any time with the kids, you know, from what it sounds
1: so I, I think that's where we're, we're headed. Um, Sounds like it. He has a psych evaluation. I think they're going to have to... There's no way he's going to fake that.
0: Yeah. I um, mean, if he's... if it, it depends on what his situation is. But I mean, I know with most narcissists, if they're, you know, very covert with it they can they you know it's, it's very hard to get an evaluation for somebody to say this is what they are because it's so right. in, intertwined with so many other different things you know um they might just say he's got you know anxiety disorder and depression or something or you know right. or anger management or you know like it's, it's right. definitely difficult to get it pinpointed you know because they can't be honest with themselves i mean clearly right. they're lying about everything and he's lying about everything at this point right. you know
1: so yeah. what my my lawyer is working on is giving the gal asking the gal to do the psycho eval, but also to do a complete forensic investigation with all the providers mm. because they all have information about him yeah good um that they can get that's unbiased
2: yeah
0: and he thinks that's probably the best thing to do. <clears throat> so, seems like it's heading in the right direction. It's just it uh, taking a long time. But I mean, I, there's definitely there's definitely some really positive things too. I mean, just them being oh, yeah. with you and 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 you know, there. It's crazy how quickly you can see it reverse, and then it's almost like you have to un like scramble their brains when you get them back, which is awful but at least you're able to know.
1: I am. And the one that is biologically mine because of ABA and because of preschool, I see him all the time because I like, I don't have them tonight, but I'll go tomorrow morning and get them.
2: Yeah.
1: And take them to ABA, pick them up, bring them home, give them lunch, give them his nap and take them to preschool. Yeah. So I get a lot of time with them um, which is great. Um, my other one, I don't get the extra time, but I, I do, we, we, you know, he, he, he gets up earlier than, than, than the one. It's so like this morning he got up a little early. So I get like special time with him in the morning. Sometime he helps me yeah. check my email.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, I mean, as far as like your story goes and as far as it refers, you know, refrains to like other people listening. Um, If there's other people that are kind of going through similar things, um, what did you, what, what, what advice would you give them? It looks like we're getting close to to time here on this one also. Um, So I would, um, the big mistake is defending myself.
1: Um, Figure out how to get things in writing one time for court. Don't repeat yourself. Sometimes you need something in writing because you know you're gonna need it in court, basically. Right. Um, I don't repeat myself. I don't answer if he keeps coming back. He actually complained to the parent coordinator because I wouldn't engage with him. Yeah. Um, I, I think that is the best thing I can do. Um, defending myself, I wish I had known sooner not to
2: yeah
0: I really do yeah because then you kind of have to coordinate everything and communicate and it's really hard to gray rock if you I don't know if you have to still stay in communication with them this whole time but you know a lot of a lot of my stuff kind of is communicated through the lawyers you know so I can kind of stay out of a lot of the a lot of the the you know stuff and just kind of pick up drop off (laughs) you know done I I, do, I have so like i'm required
1: we're required to update each other on therapy so i give him mm-hmm. a weekly update okay on on the therapy from for the for my one so he's still in it um other than that i generally don't i just i'm yeah you know he, he says something he attacks me he almost always answers with an attack no matter what it is correct um yeah. and i just ignore it
0: yeah, there's nothing else to do. I mean, you just kind of okay, sure, uh huh. You know, it's there's, I mean, there's, there's no reason to engage. I mean, I think I saw a quote that said something like, you know, engaging with a narcissist is like handing them bullets to a gun. You know,
1: it's true.
0: I'm that they sorry. plan on using on you. You know,
1: <laughs> right? Um, Gray Rock Document.
0: Document document is huge. Yeah,
1: document is huge um i was also very careful never to say things to providers until i had to until questions were being asked yeah um i think that's key because um you you're going to need your professional people on your side yeah so if you if you try to to be above the fray and not say anything negative about him until he does something negative or till the other one does something negative. Um, that also is kind of important. Okay. You know, um, you know, the, the preschool had there was other things. He was ignoring one at the preschool, the biological one, he was ignoring him completely at pickup.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when the preschool told me, you know, the preschool would say things to me like, We have great concerns about your children. I'm like, I do as well. Yeah. I don't know what you
0: know what I mean. Like Yeah. Yeah. I've been telling people um, this. <laughs>
1: right. So that type of stuff
0: is, is really key
1: because the court won't know who to believe sometimes, but they will believe professionals.
0: Yeah. 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 Unfortunately. I mean, that's kind of the way it goes. I mean, that's kind of what's happening in my case too. You know, they, 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 I think I've, spoken like once the whole time which to me is kind of a relief because I think that the anxiety would get to me way too much to have to talk in front of the courts you know on this on this stuff um I do find myself defending myself way more than I should or I start rambling because there's this reactivity that happens you know and the buttons get pushed and everything else and it's just kind of it all just you know comes right back up and I just regurgitate and I, I'm I'm happy at this point that it is where it is, and I don't really have to say anything because it would be bad if I had to defend myself in court.
1: Um, I I was on the stand for eight hours,
0: yeah,
1: eviscerated by my ex's lawyer.
0: Yeah, yeah, that sounds awful.
1: It it was. Um, <laughs> I will say that um, there was a line of questioning that I believe um probably made the difference in the divorce. Mm. Um. He tried to say that I was lying about the things that happened in 2018 with him. And I said very carefully, I said, you know, there are text messages and exhibits. I can go look the numbers up for you. Yeah. It's not a lie. They really happened. Yeah. And he goes, but you weren't so concerned. And I go, I loved him. I thought what was best for my kids was to have a loving family together. Right. Right don't mistake that for
0: it wasn't
2: serious
0: <sighs> you know um, yeah and that's what they try to do they try to dismiss it and almost you know victim blame and be right. like well why didn't you do something why didn't you if it was that bad then why didn't you speak up you know right. um so that i think those are good questions to know if you do have to be on the stand if you do have to defend yourself in court to know because those questions are gonna come up. If, if this person was so awful, why didn't you do something about it back then? That's you right,
1: know. that's right. Um, by the way, the reason I know it was immigration fraud, um, he came after me for everything but the immigration sponsorship money. Mm. Spousal support all of it, not the one thing that he legally could have come after me for. And I yeah. think it's because he said something to me about early on, and I'd, I'd already believed that there was some connection going on. Right. And I said, go ahead, call a lawyer. And he goes, what? I go, call an immigration lawyer if that's what you want to do. I don't care. And he goes, you want to go to court? I go, sure. And, and he goes, you, you, you do know that you, you sponsored me, right? I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely aware of it. And he knows me. And so he knew that if I was being flippant, I knew. Right. And he goes... You think the other guy and I committed immigration fraud? I said, actually, I didn't think the other guy was part of it. Thanks for telling me. But
0: now, yeah.
1: (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Right. And so I asked in discovery for messages that had to do with that. Mm. He paid thousands to get it taken out. Wow. Yes. (laughs) It really, that's really what happened.
0: Yeah documenting is pretty important i'd say um we are running out of time here so um yeah i don't yeah i don't know if um if there's more updates to be had if you want to come back on or if there's other parts of things you'd like to kind of like go back and forth and talk about anytime, um let me know um yeah but thanks for coming on i mean your story's pretty crazy it's still going on so even even if you want to just email me updates and then i can kind of update you know people on the podcast too you know if you even Mm. want me to do that um with your story because there might be somebody that can relate really well to what you're going through you know um and that's the whole point is Um, you know absolutely
1: there's a hearing on may 5th for both of his fake contempt charges also a child support change that makes no sense um that he's asking for um both on the same day Um my lawyer's filing sometime this week, the the custody change. So we'll I'll find out later this week probably when that I hope
0: that gets figured out.
1: Oh my lawyer knows what he's doing.
0: Good. Good. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Uh Matt, thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thank
1: you, Phil. And yeah, good luck too.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, just like I said, keep me updated. And if you want to come back on and give an update, you're more than welcome to. If you want to um, just email me an update, that that that'd be fine too. Sure. If you if you want me to update the you know people that are listening, so sure. All Absolutely. right.
1: By the way, um, one one last thing, I'll give you a quick update on um. Yeah, yeah. One son is an ABA. He had a six month treatment plan update last week. Um, they're not going. They don't believe they need to continue past the next six months. Good. That means it would be eleven months. Um, most ABA programs are two to four years. Oh, wow. It, it's incredible. Um, they want to go to in-home with my ex because they don't feel he knows what to do with them. Right. And then discharge him. So that's the other. That's Kicker. really right. And, you know, 12 months, you know, uh, 14 months ago, he only said six words. Yeah. And wasn't walking.
0: Yeah clearly there's something more going on than just autism yes
1: he also loves um very much um likes to be hugged hold hands there's a lot going on
0: yeah we both do but he more than yeah yes well thank you sir thank you (laughs) i will uh talk to you whenever you whenever you feel like reaching out thank you very much Absolutely. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Bye-bye. I appreciate it. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening. This concludes our episode um, and the story of Matt um, and everything he's going through. Um, it's a pretty wild ride. Um, he's been through a lot. Um, if you ever want to reach out to him, feel free to contact me if you're curious um, on how he's doing. Um, If he chooses to update me, if if he does and when he does update me, um, if he wants me to share that with the listeners, I will absolutely do that. If he wants to come on for another episode um, or if you would like to hear more from his story, let me know and I'll let him know that people have questions about what he's going through. Um, Thanks, everyone. I hope you have a great day. Stay strong. Be safe.